Hey everyone, Cynthia Lewis here, creator of internationally renowned podcast series, Redefining Revolutions. Today's revolutionary reflections are all about my favorite topic, vulnerability, speaking truth in those forbidden spaces that we're told not to speak truth in, and the people that reveal themselves when you do so. Why is this my favorite topic? Because if anybody has read Brene Brown, um, she writes, she is like the woman on uh, vulnerability. And when someone first introduced me to this whole concept of vulnerability, I was blown away. I was, I don't know, I, I was set free. Um, and the reason being is, you know, maybe you're thinking, I don't, I'm not sure what vulnerability means. I know that I've heard it before and it maybe is synonymous with um, weakness. Well, it, in, in my opinion, and um, you know, Brene Brown has a whole book on what it means to be vulnerable. Um, she's got a TED talk on vulnerability. Um, but for me, vulnerability means speaking truth. To me, vulnerability means stepping up when, when you're, even when you're afraid. To me, vulnerability means courage. It means doing the things that we're afraid to do, saying the things that maybe are not normal or commonplace, but we say them because it's important. Um, and, and that's why I said speaking truth into the spaces um, where we're told specifically not to speak truth. Now this can apply to so many different things um, for multiple people who are listening right now. Um, but maybe I want you to take a moment. I want you to take a moment to think about um, a place, a space, someone that you have been vulnerable with. Take a moment, think about that, and think about how you felt in that moment of vulnerability. And oftentimes, people have equated vulnerability with um, feeling naked, feeling raw, feeling open. Um, but maybe that's not how you felt. Maybe you felt um, powerful and you finally felt like you're wearing clothes that fit you for once. Maybe that's what vulnerability means to you. Maybe vulnerability does mean you felt courageous. You were, you were a little trembling, but you felt good when you said it. You felt grounded. Um, Maybe in your moment that you have in your head right now, vulnerability is um, you felt ashamed, you felt weak, you felt um, very much an outcast. The reason why I want you to conjure up that moment is because vulnerability is on a spectrum. Um, not every time that we act in our truth and when we act in our authenticity, when we act in our vulnerability, is it to us or nor to the person that's receiving that vulnerability, it's not always celebrated. Not, ce not always celebrated by ourselves and it's not always celebrated by the person receiving that vulnerability. Um, and you know, when I think about all the times that people have been vulnerable, I think about powerful people. Um, I think about men and women who have stood up and spoken truth in the spaces that they were told not to speak. That's one form of vulnerability. Vulnerability could be, you know, showing emotion in front, in front of our children. 
right? We're always, um, um, I'm not a mom, but I know the moms out there listening. Moms, you're told to be strong. You've got it on all the time. You're on 100%. And sometimes what we want to do is just to be vulnerable with our children. Just say, hey, you know what? I'm feeling this way. Um, and we're told, you know, our kids are not supposed to hear that. We're supposed to be their super superheroes all the time, at all times. No weakness. But what if showing that emotion, showing that um, space of um, maybe feeling a little less than superwoman to our children um, is a space of courage where our children see us more empowered than they ever have before. And that's an example. That's another example on the spectrum of vulnerability, right? Maybe vulnerability is is saying, hey, I, I don't understand. In a room full of experts where everybody's supposed to know what they're doing. They're supposed to know their walk and know their talk and, and you know, they're supposed to stand in complete confidence, fake it to make it. And maybe you stand up and you say, actually, I, I, I don't understand this. Can someone explain this to me? Um, I'd love to, to know more, to do better um, and to grow, but I, I don't understand where, we're are, where we are at the moment or, um, or this concept or this idea. What if that's another form of vulnerability um, on the spectrum? And so I use those examples. There's so many examples, and that's why I wanted you to think of your own example of vulnerability or speaking truth, um, because it's going to range, and we're going to respond and react differently to our own vulnerability. And my hopes are that we continue to shift more into our vulnerability, because when we do, that means we're more self-aware. We're aware of ourselves the good, the bad, the ego, the ugly, the, the joyous, the sad, the grieving. We're self-aware of all of that. And we move through it um, with compassion. It's my true belief that when we are self-aware, truly self-aware, then we can be more vulnerable. And in our vulnerability, we create a compassion within ourselves that is unbelievably um, joyful, unbelievably um, powerful, and it ripples. It leaves a light that is unwavering around us. Um, but in that vulnerability, as we grow it together, by the way, by the way, this is, I am, these videos to me are, are my own vulnerability. And sometimes they're on a spectrum of amazingness. I feel great. I feel courageous. And some days I'm like, ugh, that was just well, I didn't like my vulnerability, okay? So just so, this is my own little practice of vulnerability, um, truth-telling to you. Um, but when, as we practice, as we're on this journey of vulnerability together, and I, and I promise you we are together, um, I found that two particular individuals reveal themselves as we grow into our vulnerability, as we find it more courageous, centering, joyful, compassionate. Two people really reveal themselves and as you become more self-aware of them, you can pick them out very quickly. The first person, um, I call them uh, the, the peeker, the seeker. 
um, of vulnerability. And so the peeker slash seeker um, is is someone sort of like I, I see them like kind of like behind a tree like like this like did she just say what she just said holy shit okay and so that's sort of they're peeking around the corner and what they've been looking for um, is you and, and I don't mean that self-righteously I mean they they have they have been seeking permission to be vulnerable themselves, to really stand in their power. And by hearing your voice, by hearing your vulnerability, by, by hearing you raise your hand in that, in that massive conference of experts and saying, hey, you know what, I don't understand this, I need help. That person has gained permission to do the same. They have gained permission to be a little bit more vulnerable in their life today. Um, and. Uh, and those people, um, they're the ones that contribute to that light. They, con they contribute to that courage. They continue to grow that joyful vulnerability and compassion with you. So that's the first individual that you that you may come across. And eventually they kind of come out of the corner and um, um, sometimes they let you know, hey, you, you gave me permission. I didn't know I was seeking it. Um, but you really gave me permission to be more vulnerable with my children, um, to stand up and say a little bit more truth, redefine my story, okay? The other individual that shows themselves, um, they are the resistor. They are the resistor to um, your revolution of vulnerability. Um, they're the individuals, and they may show up in different forms. But um, one way they show up is they're direct. They will let you know what you just said, not okay. Not, it is not okay that you are vulnerable. That is a weakness. You're a weak person. You are crying in front of your children. Get it together, right? Get it together. You're not supposed to be that way. You're not supposed to be that way, okay? See the myth that that person, that resistor to your vulnerability creates for you. Um, and, and, and sometimes they'll come out and they'll say it, right? Um, I remember I worked for someone um, who, who was a resistor of vulnerability, um, believed it to be weak, believed compassion at that level for all people that we were working for um, was inappropriate, okay? And they let me know. It was very clear. Um, that they were resisting that vulnerability. Now, why why do they resist that vulnerability? Um, I and again, you know, um, I I welcome anybody to um, contribute to this um, to tell me their own stories and and why they they do do believe what I say or don't believe or um, agree or disagree, whatever it may be. But those people that resist us, I truly believe it. It, it is such a powerful projection of their own insecurities about their own vulnerabilities right when someone tells us not to speak truth it's because they too fear that truth okay um, and so that's one way they may manifest themselves another way a resistor may manifest themselves is that they will completely cut you out okay your truth speaking and seeking, your, vul your, your vulnerability, your, your practices of courage. Nope, don't want any part of it. And you will find yourself severed from that individual, that entity, um, that relationship. And so um, what, I, what I say to you 
um, what I what I ask of you is to practice, continue to actually practice that vulnerability um, in spite of them severing. Um, and maybe it's for the best. Now, I know that sometimes people don't want to hear that. Sin, I don't want to lose my job because I speak the truth or I'm speaking truth where I, where I find injustice, right? Um, I don't, I, I can't, I can't afford it, okay? And I understand that. Um, um, I know the privilege that also is melded in our um, decisions of vulnerability or not to show vulnerability or to practice vulnerability and not to practice vulnerability. I'm aware of those. All I'm asking is to do it in small steps. Maybe just do it in our self-awareness, our self-practice um, of what we're projecting, what we're saying. Is what we're saying actually what we feel, what we believe? Is it authentic? Is it true? And, and if it's not, why are we doing it? Is it because it's just not worth the expenditure of energy? Fine, that's completely fair, right? But are, or or are we are we not speaking anything because we fear, we're afraid, um, and and we and and we're afraid of that isolation. Um, and so what I'm asking you is to just be more self-aware of where maybe you're practicing vulnerability, or where you're not practicing vulnerability. Also, be aware of if you are practicing vulnerability, how are you feeling about it? Okay. Um, are you feeling um, empowered? Are you feeling courageous? Are you feeling joy, centeredness, groundedness? Or are you feeling weakness? Are you feeling shame, um, fear? Okay, where are you practicing? What spaces are you practicing that vulnerability in? Friends, thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, until next time, I uh, raise my heart to your truth, to your vulnerability, um, and to your revolution.